I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play Lauren like she dumb. But remember, not a, not a game new under the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to Kingston. My team done run, your king done one run. Now understand L Boogie nonviolent. But if a thing tests me, me run for me gun. Can't take a threat to me newborn son. Hey, welcome to the black Test podcast y'all's rod and karen and it is uh saturday morning so it's feedback time yes it is you guys know the score right mm-hmm. that's why you're here because you wrote something you or you want to hear what people wrote about the show and some people left voicemails some people mm-hmm. left five star reviews on itunes none on stitcher today shame on you stitcher listeners right get on it yeah. we know y'all out there we see y'all still a top 90 show um on stitcher they were 89 currently overall Woo! But uh, we would love to get more reviews in and um, on Stitcher. So if you want to help the show out this week, that is a good way to do it. Um, and it's absolutely positively free. And it didn't cost you shit. Yeah. Mm-mm. So no excuses, guys. Handle your business. You, um, you don't even have to have a smartphone. You can just go on the Internet and go to Stitcher.com and mm-hmm. type our name and leave us a review. You can have a stupid phone. It don't matter. N- yes. Yeah. No, it really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so take your dumbass phone. Over the Stitcher. Hey, hey, hey. And leave us our five-star review, okay? Don't be don't be smart about this. Um, but, yeah, this is for all the people that did give us feedback and, you know, gave us that word throughout the uh, week and let us know what they thought, man. Um, mm-hmm. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. The official sport. It's Bullet Ball. The Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. Uh, and let's go ahead and get right to the people that... Uh, Donated to the show. Got to play my music, yeah. though. I know, Karen. You don't have to tell me. Cue up the choir. Let me cue up the choir. Still on. Now, the, our choir only knows one selection. I'm sorry, Yeah, that's everybody. it. That's it. There's no A and B selection. It's just A. <laughs> we just had an A selection. Right. Let's just let our, homo choir, our homosexual choir director get his thing. Go ahead. Right. Today's a new day. That's right. Hey. We want to thank everybody for coming on out. And donating this week. Yes. Brina H. Thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you, Brina. On this new day of the week. On the new day of the week. Right. Our work week. We thank you. And I got a special one, too. Uh, somebody wrote us and said that they had sent us some money, but they didn't get their podcast shout out. Uh-oh. I didn't remember this. I must have missed it somehow. They said it came with a note, but they want to be called the custodian of records. The custodian of records, thank you very much. Yeah, we for thank your you. Donation way back. Oh, oh yeah, we we thank we we sorry we forgot to um do the custodian shout out. We for you know I apologize about that. Uh, we, I'm just letting the church know that next week we'll be doing a special service for the custodians. You know how we'd like to do all our service and stuff like that. So we thank you for keeping the windows sparkling and keeping the white Jesus up on the wall shining. We thank you. Stained glass ain't gonna clean itself. It sure ain't. We thank you for keeping the bathrooms clean and people for. People remember, this is your bathroom too. Keep it clean. That's right. So uh, thank you for studying the record. Um, also, official first time donator of the show, Conrad L. Yes, we thank you for retaking. You keep retaking the new members class. We just thank you. Yeah, if you want to you wanna just stay in there, that's fine. That's we fine. You ain't got to come out. Corey A., the tickler, with the recurring donation. Thank you very much. We thank you, sweetie. Sitting all the way in the back. We see you playing Angry Birds, but it's fine. Yeah, we don't. You donated. Yeah, we ain't gonna get mad at you. Uh, Tabitha M. Thank you, Tabby. 
We appreciate your return donation. Mm-hmm. We see you with that white hat on. Mm-hmm. It's fly. It's almost time. Uh, Lucy, thank you very much for your return recurring donation. Lucy A. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah, we, all the hard work that you do. Yeah, we thank you. We know you just joined the nursing board, so we thank you. Mm-hmm. She's a new member of the nursing board, so y'all, you know, members out there, y'all let her know. Show her love. Welcome her into the club. Jay Rich, thank you so much. We wouldn't be able to get by without ushers like you seating everybody right. during service. I see people getting here late, and you still get them quietly sat. Thank you so much. Yes, and I thank you, too, for not allowing the children to chew gum in the sanctuary. I see you getting, the, getting that gum out of them children's mouths. Damien Jackson, who I am for real. Thank you so much, Damien. Um, yes. You know, we know you always get the Holy Ghost at the same time during the same selection every week. Every week. But we appreciate it. It's like clockwork. Just, yep. They say you never know when the spirit is coming. Well, it's wrong with you. <laughs> it's on the same time. The time week. is eleven twenty-seven. On the dots. Yep. Uh, Marlena A. Thank you for your recurring donation. Thank you, Marlena. Shirley Wong Esquire. Yes. Official uh, lawyer of the uh, legal representative of the, of the church. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She get her own parking space. We don't play mm-hmm. with that. We got to be sure legally we can. You know, we straight. And then y'all slip and fall anywhere, y'all know who to go to. You sure do. Because don't sue us, because you won't get paid. we we'll put Shirley on your ass. I think that's the truth. But uh, that's it. That's everybody. Quiet, play us out. Always remember. That's probably what he'd be doing after you jack off. All right. <laughs> we also have uh, other things, other business to take care of. We have five-star reviews on iTunes, so we should probably read those because we promise to every week. For the, um, mm-hmm. Oh, for those of you out there going, uh, if you, especially if you're new to the show, this might be even your first time listening to the feedback show. To leave us a five-star review on Stitcher, go to any of your Apple devices, go into your iTunes stores, type in the black guy who tips, and up in the left top-hand corner, you see like five stars. Click on that and leave us a five-star review in addition to the five stars because you can leave it with or without a review, but leave a review because the reviews matter. Um, you can say anything as long as there's five stars. We'll read them if you don't like our show if you hate us if you don't like my voice you know you uh hate my husband's beard whatever you want to say don't like our mamas as long as it's five mm-hmm. stars we will read it if you don't have any apple devices you can go to itunes.com and follow the instructions as above mm-hmm. so we got two new five star reviews on itunes nothing on stitcher as i said earlier uh in rod we trust by ufo endo i think i pronounced it right ufo um either way Daily listening required. Love, love, love this show. Five stars. Thank you. Ando. Food, uh, Ando. Thank you very much. I hope I pronounced that right. Thank you, sweetie. Touch My Bird writes, Hi, Ryan and Karen. Five stars. I wonder if I can submit more than one five-star review. Let's find out. Marlon B. Uh, well, technically you can't. Like, so if you submit another five-star review, it erases your old five-star review. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, cause I guess cause it's from the same account. It's like, nope, only one account. Yeah. So you need a whole new different account, but thank you for the five star review. Nevertheless. Yes, we thank you. And if you are outside of the continental United States, this does include Canada and Mexico. Let us know because iTunes is like, nah, fuck that son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, cause someone, 
Uh, maybe we'll get to it later. I feel like someone wrote us or something and t- said they left a review from outside the country, but we'll see. I can't remember because I didn't get it on social media or whatever. So, yeah, let us know somehow. Write us. Uh, tweet, tweet us or something. We'll yeah, try to because save we it. want to read everything outside the United States. And that's if your country allows you. Some countries don't, but most countries do. We had some comments on the actual uh, website. You can go to theblackoutist.com. Leave comments. Uh, we appreciate the people that do take the time out to do that because, uh, one, it helps the show out. And two, um, it all leaves it in one place so people can see there's interaction. Y'all can interact with each other. Um, I love when we get comments on the premium content because, mm-hmm. you know, we work hard on that stuff and we just put it out there. Not everyone can hear it. So whenever we get a listener who hears something and they really like it, it we would appreciate it. In this case, Lip Smacking Good 21. Well, Karen talked to DJ, K. Miss Music Lover of the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. We had a good time. Talked about bacon and food spots in Atlanta and Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha P. writes in, I'm too late. I'm so late leaving this feedback. It was never too late. So I never too late. Yep. This episode was everything. Karen and Deidre, y'all make me want to run out to the, to a farmer's market right now. Cause the episode title was Farmer's Market. Mm-hmm. I can listen to you guys talk about cleaning greens and making mac and cheese for hours. <laughs> Yes, I had a good time. For those of you that are fans of Where's My 40 Acres, man, this is a part of Deidre that, you know, you really don't get to see from the show, you know, because the show is based off of music and ratchetness and shit like what we talk about. But we really get to talk about her and her cooking. She loves to bake. And she talked about Farmer's Mark. She was naming shit that I didn't even know existed and colors that I didn't know existed. We had a very, very good time. So for those of you that are premium and you're kind of skipping over lip smacking good, you might want to go back and listen because we talk about all kinds of stuff, you know, outside of cooking. So, you know, for a lot of people, I'm not interested in cooking and things like that. It's it's like my version of an interview. Mm-hmm. So we have a really, really good time doing those. And I work really hard to get those out for you guys. Yeah, and you do such a good job. I love listening to and learn so much. And you guys have a lot of treats coming up because – there's a lot more interesting personalities that Karen's talked to that uh, yes. have their episodes coming up soon. Yes, they were very, very fun, and it was entertaining, and everybody, you know, has their own personal perspective for food. We had a wonderful – I have a wonderful time with anybody I interview. Also, um, if you're um, premium, there's a nerd off today, too, at 3. So yes, it is. I forgot to say that. I'll, I'll schedule that after the show. Um, but – Let's talk about what happened on the website and the people who left comments. Let's talk about the regular episodes. Episode 799, Hello Appropriation Young, was a feedback show. Pretty easy. Uh, no, no comments on this one, but we did have a poll that had comments. The poll was, what do you consider yourself? Black, African-American, other, none of your business. <laughs> and this is sparked by the uh, Raven Simone thing because I'm under suspicion that there's a lot of black people that – have issues with how they label themselves. True. Now, I didn't give my personal uh, category, which is, of course, nigga. Uh, as people know, I wrote it on, on the census. Um, I took a picture of it. That's what I said in there when it said, what do you want to be, black, African-American, colored? I just put nigga. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so they got at least two niggas on the census because that's for me and Karen. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else wrote theirs in like that. Um, either way, um, 78% of people said black, which I found interesting. Only 4% said African American. Now, I'm not saying you can't be both, but obviously people are picking one over the other mm-hmm. as their number one choice. What's the difference between that and what Raven Simone said? Because she says, I've never said I wasn't black. 
I just don't like the term African-American. I don't refer to myself as that. And I don't want to be referred to as African-American. You know, and I was thinking about this the other day. Someone brought this up. If you're a white actress, there was this white actress and she was born in Africa. Mm-hmm. She now is like lives in America. Okay. Is she an African-American? She's from Africa for real. Yeah. So do, you know, but we obviously look at her and we go, bitch, you black. You ain't black. You know what I mean? So black to me seems like the more encompassing term here. Like yes. black seems to encompass all of us, not just, you know, um, like especially for those of us who don't have or know our real roots, roots. of Africa and don't yeah, have that, don't feel that connection going right. all the way you back. Go, um, I'm not, I wasn't born from Africa. I was born here in the United States of America. So I don't know a goddamn thing about African or Africa, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm black. You know, so it just mm-hmm. depends on people's perspective. Because some people really do feel that way. They don't feel, like you said, they don't feel that quote-unquote connection to the motherland. They don't want to go visit because mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned, they don't know nothing about that goddamn country. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just very um interesting, man. Because I, I, I mean, someone brought it up, and I was like, damn, I don't even know. Like, but could, could I be pissed at that white woman for being like, I'm African American. I, I was born in Africa. I got American citizenship now. Right. I'm an African American. No. I'll, 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 I'll be like, but you're not black. But I, you know what? Black is the term for me. I think yeah. that's my term. You know, I, I mean, other than nigga, obviously, but. <laughs> that's not acceptable from what i hear out there in the streets but but technically it's one of those things you go yeah you're right but it's one of those things where you have to reshape your your thought around the word african-american because a lot of people just automatically put that with black well now man with these headlines being so like salacious and the articles and the clips and everything being like get mad now we want interaction write comments spread this on social media i feel like everything's written that way so I feel like the conversation was framed before you even heard what Raven Simone said. And it's funny because, I mean, I don't consider our audience like so abstract that they just don't relate. Right. If 80% of the audience is saying, could call me black. And she's saying, I know I'm black, but I don't want to be called African American. I get it. You know what I mean? So yeah, 4% of people say African American, 12% said other, which I had to put out there for people that's like not black or, uh, uh, or uh, yeah. whatever you know what if you're white you know what if you're green i don't know and six percent said none of your business you know what well fuck you too bitch all right that's <laughs> a simple question i just wanted to know what you had to say damn anyway mike in london said scottish is about as fair skin as it gets i can't even get a tan <laughs> well, luckily y'all don't get any sun in london so you don't have to worry about that well, he's out there a lot from what i hear marlon says hi I've been wanting to talk about this issue for many years. Oh, Lord. Please don't be crazy. Please don't be crazy. Please. <laughs> you got to be careful with these. I am an American and I live in Taiwan. I've traveled to 57 countries and have lived abroad for most of my adult life. Nine years in China. I am 33 years old. I recently went back to America for a visit. I noticed right away that people call me an African-American. That phrase just sounded odd because when I'm out of America, people identify me as Amer- an American. But when I'm in when I'm in America, I'm identified as African American, which seems almost like pejorative. Is Olivia? Oh, sorry, Raven, a moron? Yes, of course she is. Did Oprah bait her? Yes, kind of. Yeah, that was the other thing too. Is I couldn't get too mad because I thought what she was saying was like she wasn't able to articulate it correctly. Right. Because I was like, I see where you're going with this. This is not how you say that. So. Right. It's a, it's it's another phrase, a, a string of words you could put together yeah. where it doesn't sound like this. Mm-hmm. Don't label me an African-American. What do you want? I'm just an American. It's like, I actually do get what you're saying, but yeah, that's not that's not gonna, how it's going to come out. 
people are gonna be mad uh he says yes kind of but i sort of agree with her i'm more american than anything have you been to africa nope, nope. i have and i'm sorry to, uh, with all that homophobic and islamic extremism that they have over there i do not want to be associated with this now i know your chat room is going to go ham on me but i'm sorry some of the shit they do over here there is fucking insane first of all marlon i'm looking in chat room nobody's going ham on you okay calm down you good this you happens good. to us often okay i remember i was listening to someone else's podcast and a dude who i literally had never heard of in my life was like yeah i'm, I'm married to a white woman and i know rod from the blackout tips is gonna be mad at me i was like the fuck are you talking about when I don't even know who you are, and two, right. I, when have I ever been mad at somebody for interracial dating? Mm-mm. Stop. We love Chonella.com. Yeah. Don't be mad, everybody. People, all I'm saying is I think more people should at least try to see the person's point before jumping in their shit. Right. I don't think that happens nearly enough. Mm-mm. I think the internet culture and just culture in general is jump to a, a snap decision. Don't be thoughtful. Be angry and just it's it's like everyone thinks everyone in the world is a troll and that's not true some people just disagree with you see the world differently and they're not a bad person yeah and then a not, lot of people are just doing shit for their own mental health and the way that they can deal with it right and their fight isn't going to be your fight you know and that's true that's true and for a lot of people they do what's what's best for them in their life and a lot of times when people make these statements they're not even considering or even care about other people's opinion that's like right now in my life this is how i feel yeah this is very interesting the lowest percentage of our audience pick african-american and the highest pick black you know what i mean it's just uh-huh. very interesting most most people that are you know black in america prefer to turn black to african-american it's if you don't make them if you don't just overtly go pick one you see what I'm saying? Like right. all of a sudden it's like, yeah, okay. I, I want to be considered this. Uh, we had episode 800 blackish, uh, no comments. We got a poll. Do you think blackish is homophobic? Cause there was this uh, guy who wrote a piece enough in the post that said he found blackish episode two, especially to be homophobic. And you know, uh, I, I watched that episode. I didn't think it came off that way, mm-hmm. but you know, um, and I'm a person that typically, you know, when I see some shit that I feel like that's homophobic, I'll just go, yep, that's what it is. Um, but, you know, under the auspices of comedy, I feel like there's certain liberties you get to take. And especially when you make the quote unquote bigot the joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's a level of humor that is very hard to aspire to. Um, and when it's done well, I think people should back the fuck off. You know, right. that's just my personal opinion. I can't make you laugh at what you don't think is funny, so I get it, you know, but it's kind of like the Colbert thing when people were, you know, Suey Park was going in on him, and I was like, no, because the joke is that it's wrong. Right. If the joke was, uh, it's kind of like the difference between, if the joke is calling something gay is the joke, and that's the end of it, then then I go, yeah, that's homophobic. You know what I mean? Like, if you just walk in and and go, that's gay, that yeah, that's pretty homophobic. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not dragging nigga behind a truck homophobic. I get it. But it is homophobic. Right. But if the joke is the dude who says that's gay is extremely ignorant and we're laughing at the fact that he's that fucking ignorant, then I'm okay with it. Cause I'm like, yeah, that, that's the message still is this is wrong. Yes, it is. You know, it's kind of like Riley Freeman on, um, Boondocks would say that's gay, right. but then he would be wearing like a purse and a, a halter top and a skirt. Because that's what his rap idol wore and sold him. 
right so there's like subversiveness to the concept of you know the hypocrisy of how much he was uh styling himself after this man who actually did turn out to be gay right and how in denial that dude was about his own sexuality how in denial riley was about the fact that he was uh you know basically dressing as a woman and all this stuff and and there was things where you go this is subversive so i I'll, i'll give it a pass i can laugh at this as opposed to just if i turned on you know i don't know guy code and they were just making jokes about gay people then i'm like yeah that's not the same no it's not uh anyway the poll was do you think black is just homophobic yes two percent 98 percent people said no i think we have a pretty diverse smart audience that isn't afraid to call people out i think if they thought it was they'd all say you know more people would have said it but yeah one person did find it to be homophobic though so i can't be mad at that Chuck Spears says if they think black is just homophobic, I hope they never find out about Three's Company or a stand-up from the 80s. Well, you know what? That doesn't make it right. A lot of that shit was homophobic. Eddie Murphy's um, stand-up is still hard for me to listen to now. And and it's not fair, I guess, but time has passed. Attitudes have changed. And right. listening to him, you know, say faggot 700 times is a bit like, it's like a record skipping for me now you know yeah because you're listening to it from a different perspective right when you listen to him he's like these two faggots is over there and it's just like oh man you know this yeah, is not that's not cool <laughs> this yeah. is ouch you know times have changed you know i'm sure if i was listening to bob hope from 1920 and he was doing jokes about colors and niggers i'd be the same way like oh this is not oh ah, time has passed i feel uncomfortable <laughs> right marlon b says who is the moron that thinks this show is homophobic <laughs> you mad about that one vote Seriously, as a gay black man, there are plenty of things for us to worry about, like my boyfriend and I getting chased and shot at just for holding hands on the south side of Chicago. I hear you, Marlon B. Oh, be safe out there, sweetie. Yeah, be yeah. <laughs> I hope you uh yeah, be y'all be safe, man. Um, Miss Smart said, When I saw the title, Blackish, I cackled. I immediately thought they had pulled one over on the unsuspected media people because I read it as blackish slash black shit. You know what I mean? Like, ish means shit. Right. It reminded me of the time someone got away with using Ninja in the Washington Post, and we all knew what he meant. Uh, you know what? I wonder if they did mean that. It's not. I wouldn't put it beyond them, because they're smart writers. Right. That's the thing about the show. It's so smartly written. It is. It's not going to fall into the pitfalls of your typical, like, Tyler Perry tripe. Um, right. Because it actually is being subversive. Now, some the problem with being subversive is that people won't pick it up, right? Right. I'll it's give you an example. Slapstick. You're right. I'll give you an example. A woman yesterday wrote an article, or actually it was two days ago. I didn't talk about it on the show yet. I just saved it for fucking with black people, but it is fucking with black people. Uh, but, but to sum it up, it was a horribly written article for the Huffington Post that basically said that black men hate black women now some black men do i'm sure but yes, they do this is very generalizing it was about her personal experience right. it was very you know whatever it was and it was horribly written so i mean like spelling mistakes punctuation errors everything can grammar oh so i said on my twitter timeline i said black men don't hate black women they just hate spelling mistakes punctuation errors and bad grammar and a whole lot of people got the joke because they know what it's about and it's like oh my god that's hilarious like mm-hmm. you know what i mean a few people i'm sure were like oh fuck him he thinks all black women can't spell 
I can't, you know what? I can't slow down for those people, guys. Right. I can't stop the bus to explain. The rest of you got it. You know I, that that I would never slander black women on some shit like that. But hey, some people are never going to get it. And you just got to let it go, right? That's kind of how blackish is to me is like, sure, if I had a pet issue and I could just like stop the world for just my one cause, like like my left-handed cause. If if all of a sudden I was like, you know, on last week's show, the son was using his right hand, and in this show he was using his left hand Mm-mm. to play sports, uh, you know, everybody, we need to stop because this is a conspiracy Mm-mm. and it's not funny. I People would be like, yeah, um, I don't give a fuck about that, so can you still stop? I would protest. Yeah, I feel like that's what happened with this is that he didn't actually have real proof of it, Mm-mm. and maybe it will be over time, but he didn't really have real proof of it, but he came off to me like a lot of the people that, shit honestly right angry black racial racial blogs that i'm like right you framed the wrong person you know yes this is the wrong person. you did anyway our board says the fact that a simple turn of phrase that would cause a quote-unquote internet controversy on the show no one wanted to see succeed unfortunately does not surprise me then again writers should have known better than to say gay on network tv keep those eyes open for the velvet mafia this is the reason everyone is moving to cable series and off network other than them big fat network checks Here's the thing. It's not a controversy. One person wrote an article. So I don't even think it'll be a problem. Like Mm -hmm. this, this is just one article I found and I was like, I don't agree with this. Uh, it'll take a lot before, um, it gets bigger, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think even that's the thing, even, um, like Marlon B who, you know, said is gay. Even a gay person, I think, would look at this and go, yeah, I was not really offended by that. Yeah, like, we got real issues, and this right here ain't one of them. I'm going to tell you something that I'm waiting on the gay people to get mad at. The how to get away with murder, man. Yeah. Hey, man, if Connor keep fucking dudes to get to the bottom of the case, people are going to start policing them gay people. That's what they do. And, you know, people are going to get sensitive about the way that he's written. He's written while he is written by a black woman. You're going to have people being like, oh, so now you trying to say gay men is promiscuous and all they do is sleep around and they not. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's the one I worry about. The think pieces will start eventually. I'm to me, I'm, I'm more worried about that than anything that happened on blackish. I can't wait for next week's blackish, though, because it's about to be about whoopings versus not whoopings. Oh, Lord. The timeline going to be crazy. Yeah, it is. It's going to be crazy, y'all. And it's only a 30-minute show. Bring your boxing gloves from 9.30 to 10. Watch half the timeline. Talk about all the psychological trauma. And the other half of the timeline, we're going to be partying. Like, I remember when I got a whooping because I broke that toy and I deserved that whooping. And then at the end, we all get to fight about whose parents was worse. Mm. (laughs) Thank you, Blackish. Thank you. Kyle says, that article was so disingenuous and lazily written. Not having your shirt on means you're gay. Weird means gay. Someone informed Glad that they're sleeping on the job. All these people running around saying the W word. Yeah, it did feel like he was reaching a bit. Seriously, this shit came off as so manipulative. So many people don't understand that it's okay to have a character that is extremely flawed. Honestly, this just feels like another article about how black people are just so homophobic. I mean, by the end of the post, all the male characters were now super homophobic. Yeah, that was the other thing, too, is if this was um Family Guy, this never gets written. Mm-mm. Peter can make 75 jokes. They can do a whole episode Stewie about can. gay people. Right. Brian can, yeah. It'll never be written. They joke about it's understood. It's Not only is it understood that it's comedy, but then there's like a... 
a level of respect given to the the to Seth MacFarlane and his writers like oh obviously they get it they just are making jokes about it with black people it's like oh they don't get that they don't get why that's funny you know it's like the Sofia Vergara thing during the Emmys where people start writing all this shit policing her and her body for like why was she up there as an object and not a, it's like well she also's in on the joke so fuck you right you know you don't get to tell her that she can't make a joke about with her own body as an instrument because you know if it would have been tina fey up there y'all motherfuckers would have been talking about oh how funny and brave and bold she's so intelligent but suddenly a person like how a woman causes right suddenly a brown woman with an accent gets up there and this she's being made fun of she couldn't possibly be in on the joke she couldn't get what was happening like get the fuck out of here anyway Capadonna says, I guess with Michael Sam in the NFL, these think piece trolls need something else to talk about. Except there is, a, there is actual homophobia, the media and trope about, wait, media and the trope about the old and out of touch pop pop isn't it? Or has this guy not watched G4 or seen Reddit? Yeah, I just think, uh, we're, we're in a society right now where people have to get these blogs and pieces out mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of reaches happening lately. You know, Gawker has a, some, a new thing now where they're really trying to go in on the South and the, uh, Southern, the image of the Southern Bell, the antebellum times. And they're really trying to harp on this idea. Well, slavery was around, so no one can be proud of these times. No one should. And it's like, have you met, um, America? Right. Cause it wasn't good for black people anywhere. For a long period of time. Across the whole country. Yes, you might have gone places where you were quote unquote free, but it does not mean people that lived there didn't like niggas. Right. So, you know, the red line that happened in like Chicago, Boston, you know, like it's not just a southern problem, but right. but the way that Gawker has been written right now, it's like anything dealing with the South, they go in on it. Um, and it's very funny because it's like, you know, did y'all just read a history book and that's why y'all doing this? Like y'all going overboard right now. And it, it's weird because it always puts me in this like situation where I'm ending up like defending the people. Like, listen, if somebody wants to like glorify the idea of a Southern bell and they just want to take the good qualities from it, why would I give a fuck? Right. You know, if that's, if, if what you think a Southern bell is, is being polite, hosting parties and, uh, saying, you know, honey, bear, oh my, I do declare I'm catching the vapors. Fine. Fine. I'd actually rather you be, believe that and, right, and, and it, be about that than to be like, no, I'm being a Southern Belle for, for, uh, Halloween because I hate niggas. Then I'll be like, okay, oh, now you yeah. took it too far. Right. And on top of that, you can be that and not be racist. Yeah, man. I think it's whoever, someone over there got an agenda with Blake Lively. That's what that is. Okay, and they just trying to attack her, and this is their means to attack yeah, her. I think Blake Lively fucked that girl's man. And Something happened, and they heard, was like, "You bitch, I will never let this die." Y'all heard of her first. Rolanda L says, "You're right about Gawker for episode 801, radio calls from prison, uh, which was actually one of my favorite segments. Uh, was going down memory lane about Eddie Owens and them damn criminals calling in. Right. On Power 98. Yeah. Which none of them ever did it, by the way. None of them mm-hmm. ever did the crime. Nope. Rolanda L. said, you're right about Gawker, of course. Most major content. Because gen- I said, I feel like these, you know, watch John Stewart take down Fox News. Uh, um, what was the latest one? John Oliver bring, uh, takes some, uh, talks about pumpkin spice. 
or something like, word punk and spice the enemy today yeah and it was like <laughs> and it was like wait is this an ad because right. i don't think this has anything to do with anything why would anyone be watching this so uh rolanda l says you're right about gawker of course most major content generating sites are going hard with native advertising presenting an ad in the same form as their usual content the Atlanta got in trouble last year because they had blatant propaganda for Scientology posted on their site as though it were an article. It's pretty annoying. It's been seen, I've been seeing it more and more tiny sponsored logos when I'm reading shit online. Great show as always, guys. Smiley face. Yeah, what's weird about these Thank gawker you. things is they don't even say sponsored. Mm-mm. But it's so obvious that it's just a write up of right. what, it's, it's the best advertising the show can get in my opinion. Without, quote unquote being advertisement yeah right. and that is it's funny because i'm now at the point when i see someone retweet that shit or share it i'm like damn they got you you're a sucker <laughs> it's funny, right i mean but that's where i'm at right now like if i go on my facebook page and i see someone say oh check out this thing john stewart said about someone it's like yeah they got you they they, they played you dog you thought you you thought you were i mean it happens to all of us but you really thought you were reading something important nope it's an ad it, to me, it would be the same as saying, hey, guys, check out this Pepsi can. You know what I mean? They got you, dog. Right. It's product placement without trying to be product placement. The poll was, since Cornell West went down to Ferguson. Right. And said that he is going to get arrested. And then he got arrested. Was Cornell West getting arrested a PR stunt? Because I said, I'm kind of, uh, he does have a book. By the way, someone told me he has a book coming out about uh, Martin Luther King right now. Oh, Okay. Uh, but yeah i'll so say to go through the same things <laughs> i don't know maybe uh but i said you know let me um just kind of withhold my judgment for right now because i would prefer that everything people are doing is genuine even until proven otherwise because i don't like being too skeptical of these people even though i know when the other shoe drops, I'm going to be like, fuck, man, I really wish Cornell West wouldn't even went down there if he was just going to use this talk shit about Obama or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So um, is, was it, a, was it a, a PR stunt? Yes or no? Yes. 76% of our audience said it was a PR stunt. So I guess I'm in the minority on this when we was hoping that it's not. 24% uh, said no. Um, the comments were, Marlon says, what do you think Dr. West would say to President Obama if they had a private conversation? I really don't think Dr. West believes the ridiculous shit that he says. I can't even tell anymore. Right. Like he's Who been, knows? He's been going at Obama for six years now. Uh, he's just a, another dude on my list of just ungrateful, unsupportive Democrats that um, I have no idea what they think is going to happen when they actually get um when a Republican gets office next time or what, well, you know, I, I just don't know what these guys think, honestly. And I also don't know what they think they heard during the fucking initial like election. Like I remember those debates cause I watched every one of them. And I even watched the Republican ones cause they were funnier, but yes, they were. I watched every one of those debates and I never thought uh, president Obama was anything more than a centrist. And somehow I got people telling me, he he's you know i i voted for him and he's supposed to be super liberal i'm like but did you listen because he never said that they don't care and Mm -hmm. you just can't it's one of those things where i have to ignore people and just not talk to them because 
people are so unrealistic and some of the i'm not saying he's perfect i'm not saying whatever but some of the complaints are just so over the top where you're just like right you you're just mad and you just want to blame the person with the that you feel is the king of america but you aren't even thinking about the process of what has to happen you know um and i get it there's some issues that just need fixing and shit but mm-hmm. i don't know how you fix them any more mm-hmm. than you do or any more than he does and you know some of these issues i don't i, I think people just feel like you can just go do shit because you're the president and people are gonna fall in line it just doesn't work that way no nope. you know they think because he was able to talk to them into voting for him he's gonna be able to talk congress who has their pockets lined by special interest groups into voting against their their own best interests you know one of, my, one of the funniest moments in Scandal last week was, or two weeks ago was when Fitz gave a speech about gun control and everybody stood up and clapped at the State of the Union. It's like, yeah, that would never fucking happen. Never. Mm-mm. Nobody does that. Half of those people would sit the fuck down because their money is lined by the, their pockets are lined by the NRA. They, in real life, they would be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you just said about kids dying. I'm not clapping for you and I'm not passing any gun control laws. Give both bullets because fuck it, they yeah. paying me. They paying me. Anyway, the KC Stork says, hell yeah, that nigga was trying to get some pub. His ass been wearing that suit Clarence Williams the third war and tells for the hood far too long. Oh, <laughs> that's, my, that's my movie, dog. What you know about <laughs> tells for the hood, man? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you want the shit. Uh, anyway, Capadonna says, if you think Professor Dr. Dolomite didn't run to Ferguson for a photo <laughs> op, for a photo op, you may be suffering from early onset dementia. Cornell West has a new book in a few weeks, so the great truth teller and America's best pallbearer just so happens to run to the streets of St. Louis right before his book. This ninja is a huckster purebred, and his main beef with POTUS is that black pe- main beef with POTUS is that black people want more books and multisyllable job talk in 2014. Oh, and all the fake militants on Twitter throw shade at Al Sharpton, but love this fool because he talks smack about Obama. Some cats are too blinded by hate and need for a black savior. They'll take a, any charlatan and, and place him on a pedestal. Nigga, you speaking my life, Capadonna. Damn. That's some real shit, man. Right. I, I just think some people, are, you know, they they still believe in that black leader paradigm, man. I just don't think that's ever happening. Uh, I don't even think black solidarity is a thing anymore. I just, like, that shit just seemed to go, like, I think if it ever existed, like I think right. it might have existed before out of pure circumstance, you know? Right. But like but, we all listen, we all can't eat at this place. We all have to get on the back of the bus, which is completely and then different. The second it was like some of you can get on the front. Then it was like, oh, fuck these niggas. I'm good. Right. And that's how it is. <laughs> People go, well, why can't we all, you know, get because we all don't have the same issues. All don't have the same problems. We right. all financially at different levels. We all have different shit going on in our personal lives. You know, we don't all have the same issue, like you say, of going to the back of the store, not going in the grocery store, not be. We don't all have that problem no more. We all can do certain things. People are like, fuck it. Them niggas over there don't got nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we got episode seven. Oh, wait, 802. Carol to the rescue. D. Sats left a com- uh, comment. What, Karen? Oh. One of the articles in Fucking with Black People was about President Obama supposedly being an average of 11 minutes late for each of his public appearances. This figure was obtained by comparing the actual start time of his speeches with their scheduled start times. But the President of the United States is rarely the first speaker at any event where he is featured. Usually, he's the final speaker of the program, and somebody well-known introduces him. 
but if that person got started late or talked longer than expected or if there was a prolonged applause then this article would count that as the president being late it's an obvious obviously bogus way of calculating that's true i didn't think about that because yeah it might be like president's gonna speak at nine but then it gets introduced and all this shit sometimes yeah somebody sings and dances you know a show Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of shit happen also no comparisons were made with the on-time record of other u.s presidents for all we know president obama might have a better than average on-time record so i think that this article deserves a fairly high fuckification percentage me too because roger mentioned that too like where are the other presidents right how late was george washington you know (laughs) i need i need oh he was very late because everything was horseback Mm -hmm. uh and what was the poll uh who's right snoop or iggy snoop got 63 percent Iggy got 37 percent no comments because y'all didn't want to actually defend what snoop was saying that's all right some of y'all gonna be scared uh we (laughs) that's how you know he wrong man y'all know he wrong man just y'all can't admit that the og is wrong man we can't be like damn i hate that trick too but he wrong like we took it too far we not at this point where we not mature enough to be like listen what snoop is doing is wrong but i'm petty and i don't give a fuck that's all you gotta say because i'm cool with that i actually am the same way many times like I will see something happen on my timeline, I'll be like, I don't have to save you. I don't. Have, I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't gotta save you. And I float away like Batman. Let that nigga die. <laughs> I'm, it's a lot of times I see that shit. I'm not. I'm not here to be perfect, and I will admit that I'm. That's some petty shit that I've done. Well, I'm like, ooh, they are getting in her mentions, but I don't like her either. That's it's happened. I don't know, but niggas, they swear it's different. No, no. See, it's a reason that I feel this way. Now, nah, the reason is, don't nobody like Iggy's old culture vulture ass, okay? <laughs> and her impersonation of black people. Ah, right. I don't like the shit either. It's whack. <laughs> oh, man. Why couldn't she have imitated like Lauren Hill or somebody good? Because we could use more Lauren Hill music, you know? True. I would, I would stand up, settle for white Lauren Hill. I'd be fine with that. Right. At least she would show up on concerts on time. She had to steal like fucking Trina and Kaya and shit. Mm. <laughs> I like that ratchetness too, but mm. you already know what the real is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Speak in your own voice. First thing first. Uh, Cal says, uh, <laughs> like they say on Three Guys On, why do you do that? <laughs> Kyle says on episode eight oh three, watch your produce. I was rolling yeah. down the street. Um, I was rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on gin and juice. When I heard y'all talking about this here beef, and I was like, "Really, Iggy versus Snoop? This is gonna be some bull." And I was right. I can't believe folks got invested in this <laughs> shit. Go carve a pumpkin and eat some discounted candy. As for this GamerGate mess, yeah, because we talked about that, which was wow. This is what happens when you try to organize a movement without any, with hardly any organization. People hijack your shit. Also, couldn't these folks have started their own fucking website to review games? They need to chill till the next episode. You know what, Kyle? I thought about that. But let me tell you something. Um, and maybe we'll cover this on uh, The Nerd Off. The guy who started it, they interviewed him shortly after that. Um, and remember, he started this by alleging that his ex-girlfriend had fucked a game reviewer to get a good review of her game now it wasn't true she hadn't um they interviewed him and he said he didn't regret any of it and if he could do it again he would even knowing about the death threats even knowing about uh mrs uh sarkeesian i think that's how you pronounce it her having to leave her home 
uh, you know, even knowing all this shit, he's like, they don't got nothing to do with us. It's a small percentage of people. I would do it all over again because it's good about the integrity of gaming. Here's the thing. If it was about the integrity of gaming, wouldn't you be attacking the guys who fucked the women and gave them a good review? Right. You're attacking the women, right? We, and it's like, he doesn't review video games. Why, mm-hmm. why y'all attacking her? Not just that, it started at a misogynistic place because it started with a guy saying, fuck my ex-girlfriend. What did he think was going to happen? That the other guys are going to go, oh, well, that's just personal. But my problem is that I don't appreciate the reviews. No, he, this is to me, without him coming out and saying it, it is him implicitly saying, I'm okay with this shit. Right, because fuck her. Right. Like, I just, I'm mad and angry at my girlfriend. I'm 24 years old. I'm, you know, on the internet, and I'm kind of petty. That's it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's my, that's what I took from the article. He, I mean, he's free to, you know, it's doing that thing where, he's doing that thing where you're saying one thing, like, oh, no, 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 I, I really think people shouldn't do that, but, uh, I mean, you know, come on. Like, that's how it feels to me. Like, yeah, 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 people shouldn't do that, but fuck that bitch, so anyway i'm petty you know but uh yeah i do think it was meant to be misogynistic from the outset because it started by policing that woman's sex and it started from a dude who's mad at his ex-girlfriend think he had good feelings about her think you you think he minds her being harassed i don't think he does uh pledge of resistance at leslie mack writes great show per usual all right that's it that's good thank you thank you very much (laughs) nah she writes more (laughs) she always gotta you know she gotta disagree with something here we go I wanted to add my thoughts on Snoop slash Iggy Beef. My personal reason for not stepping in to condemn Snoop is that I'm a fan of his and this behavior slash language treatment of women is par for the course for him. Okay, I just got to say right there, I think it's a little different. Here's why. I think in general, he'll talk about bitch, hoes, slut, this shit on his albums. And we're used to that true i think him personally attacking one woman and calling her those names is not something he typically does nope like when else does he do this you know what i mean when else do we have a record of him having a problem with a woman uh personally and putting and publicly coming at her just disrespectfully you know i i think it i think and i think the language that he's using is because she's a woman snoop dog snoop ain't got no cunt albums he was calling that woman cunt multiple times. Right. Like, he, you know, like I said, I'm not telling you how to feel about it. Mm-mm. I find it kind of weird that people are giving him a pass when I know that this is one of their pet issues. Like, hey, misogyny is one of my issues. I don't like when motherfuckers are bashing women for being women. Right. And they roll hard for it. Yeah. That's what he doing. Like, it ain't no, this ain't, ain't no beat under this shit. Mm-mm. he just owned like uh like he was just he, on with, that with co- no 16 bars yeah um uh, in fact it was vine so it was a few seconds yeah it was instagram and he was like oh instagram my bad yeah he was leaving like 20 second messages like listen this is for that bitch Iggy, uh you, you stupid bitch you cunt fuck you hoe and i'm like yeah that that's not the same as the album bro uh, mm-hmm. I, i've heard the albums i don't remember the cunt hoe song i just don't remember the fuck you bitch hoe cunt 
and, pers- and personally naming somebody like right and, you know and i and y'all listen to all kinds of shit i'm not one of these people that like oh we need to police hip-hop or whatever um uh, but you know uh I, I noticed certain shit like one of his tweets gave Nicki minaj props but under the auspices of dissing uh another woman which is always whack to me i hate when people only give women props as rappers to diss another woman rapper right you know like oh i'll finally say Nicki minaj can rap just so i can diss uh this other woman like pit these two women against each other and look i'm not saying he's a saint obviously you know he can do whatever he wants to he could be reprehensible Mm -hmm. and end up apologizing for this shit in the end but I feel like what he did was different, man. I think Me it definitely too. wasn't the same as what he normally does. Um, and I definitely don't remember him doing anybody else like this. Um, I just think Iggy's just not worth saving for a lot of people, and I don't blame him. But, you know. Anyway, she says, It felt hypocritical to speak out against his specific bashing of Iggy in this way when I supported his sexist theme music videos lifestyle for years. Snoop is Snoop. I see him as a caricature at times, or rather the Snoop persona, which is what who was involved in this beef do i like iggy no not particularly but this rap game is what it is and look i'm sure her sales and spins are hurting on account of this beef i bet both of them are sharing a blunt right now laughing their asses off at all the foolishness i, I think you made that part up I, I doubt it she seemed hurt really hurt and i yeah. think i think people do that a lot when they don't want to feel bad for somebody it's like oh they probably in on it together nah Mm-mm, they probably nah. was mad like she was really like uh word this what you doing uh what i see you we cool but i guess we ain't cool no more she, like she yeah. sound like she was truly hurt yeah i think they would have um both uh went in together if like i think if it was like just for beef purposes of like making money and getting attention i think she would have been talking shit back yeah, because then, yeah, then it would have been mutual. Yeah, because, you know, you got, it. what's the point of us having a back and forth to raise our brands if only one of us is getting dissed and losing? Right. Um, and also, you know, I just, like I said, I don't buy that this isn't different. I don't buy that they were in on it together. Mm-hmm. I don't even buy the whole, this is a caricature of him. This mm-hmm. ain't like the albums. Yep. The album is this like. This is personal. Yeah, the album he's, he's on there like I don't give a fuck about a bitch. Da, 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 da. He, but that's different than you know you fucking cunt bitch hoe. He was he was definitely singling her out on purpose and you know making it this way. You know, uh, I just think niggas don't like Iggy man, which right to me is an acceptable answer. I just don't know why people are trying to pretend to be above it. Maybe right, right. they don't want to. You don't want to say that because in my mind. If you are against these things, you ought to be against these things under all circumstances, not because you don't like the victim. Yeah, that's what's weird to me. Right. You know, if you want to be like, hey, fuck this, fuck this bitch because she the worst, you won't get any argument from me. Right. You can still be like, fuck this bitch, but I'll defend you because the bullshit he did was wrong, but still right. fuck you, bitch. Yeah, and he definitely was going extra, man. I, right. I don't know, man. And it's funny that it took over the news cycle because honestly, it started way more like the media was instigating the shit than they were really saying anything. Right. And like the first headline was like, she, he goes in. Oh my God. And it was like, really? He, he did. He put up, he put one picture on Instagram and then she responded to it, which was her mistake, you know? And Cause it's like, he was waiting to, to unleash a whole lot of extra shit. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know, dog. I, I thought the, 
i don't know how anybody can see that shit and just be like it's the same old snoop is it can i can i get one example of when he did this to somebody else right you know i'd like to i'd like to know you know because maybe i'm wrong maybe he do this shit all the time and i've just been sleeping on him and he runs around you know talking about um talking specifically about women in the industry but i i'm tell you this much um a hundred percent why i know niggas is being hypocrites uh let him have done this to a black woman right your response would not have been the same let him have done it to somebody you like let him have done this shit to say adele uh let him have done this shit to beyonce right let him have done this shit to Nicki minaj let him done it to uh michelle obama mm-hmm. yeah y'all y'all niggas would not be talking like this mm-hmm. talking about it's just a persona nope Mm-mm. his ass will be getting cooked fried up and roasted right now to his ass apologize period point blank yeah you be nope. demanding he stop rapping yeah and you know what i'll be right on board with y'all niggas because i don't like iggy either i'm just not lying to you <laughs> i'll admit it Fuck All right on. when other people are and you know like i said we we watch and we see people go hard and their agendas and things like that and like you said it's just really really funny how for this it's an exception to the rules yeah. because you don't like her so funny man because like when i see shit like this i just go "Ooh, this is wrong and then i right click, me too and then click because i want to see it motherfuckers be trying to act like they're above it oh oh a shame so a shame i just hate to hate Mm -mm. to see this stuff like this happen it's Mm -mm. you know i this is sad sad they couldn't work it out but as a feminist you know this is okay because it's it's wrong wrong all the way around and uh i'm fine with this okay so i'm just gonna let it go right is everybody leaving click i want to see this shit too y'all want (laughs) to see it right we all want to see it Stop lying. I'm not the bad guy here. Nope. Join me in my ain't shitness, y'all. Nope. It's funner over here. It is. Because when you don't give a fuck, life is easier. You don't even need no stance, man. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's, that shit was terrible, man. He shouldn't have did that. And that's why he apologized. Well, no. He apologized because T.I. called him, which is sad. Right. Because this is also typical of men, and especially men who harass and troll women. Right. Another dude says it, and they they immediately respect it right you know how many dudes i was just like yeah you shouldn't be hitting women and they have spent all day telling women that they ain't shit they don't understand sometimes you gotta hit a bitch they come up to me and i'm like yeah under no fucking circumstances should you be hitting a woman you love all of a sudden it's oh you really think so dog nigga i just i could be copying and pasting these other women honestly they're saying the same shit you just refuse to take it from a woman right soon as t i picked up the phone all of a sudden, Snoop can understand. Nigga, get the fuck out of my face. Ain't that the truth? It shouldn't matter who it's coming from, male or female. You should yeah. be able to understand. Yeah, it's just, it took, and now T.I. probably only said something because it's his artist, but it really just took some dude being like, dude, for real. This is what you're doing, doll. Yeah, come on, man. You know you don't do this to anybody else, man. This right. is my artist. Uh, we still trying to sell these records. You're fucking up her career. She's hurt. You know, it, it's obvious. I get it probably even laugh with him yep you're right man she do look like white chicks but come on man please can you stop it's <laughs> fucking up the sales uh all right let's play our voicemails let's do this hey rod and karen it's mike uh i was calling because i was listening to that story about the kid who got pepper sprayed uh in his house and that shit really fucked with me too because it's kind of like a fear i've had for a while 
because my fiance is white, and I was at their house this weekend. Um, and at one point, like a couple of points in the weekend, actually, I was the only one at home. And, you know, they tend to leave their doors unlocked because they're white people and white people like to do that shit. But, like, I'm seriously being concerned about walking outside, like, doing some shit or, like, hanging out in the backyard and then going back inside and having some shit go down. Because um, cops need to calm down and they apparently can't do that um, or rationally assess situations. And I'm not convinced that the kid did anything, like, actually aggressive towards the cops by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, man, uh, if y'all hear a story about a dude in Tennessee getting tased by cops for, you know, playing Xbox in his fiance's house, then uh, that'll probably be. So, you know, look out for your boy if I get laid up in the hospital because he's been chocolate to something. Anyway, I'll let y'all later. Peace. Yeah, I keep my, I got family in Tennessee, so I, I tell them to keep eye out for you. Yeah, uh, Mike, listen, get a hotel room, okay? You get out of them white people's house, all right? I don't ah! know what the fuck you thinking, but you, you out of your mind, okay? You seen the news. You know how crazy they get about right. us. You, you need to stay in the hotel room, but like, you know what, baby, I come visit. When you leave, I leave. Yeah. If I'm ah! here, I think what you need to do is go to Cafe Press, Get a T-shirt made with her family's picture on it and you in it. Right. So that, and, <laughs> and point to the family photo. That's what you wear all the time in Tennessee. Right, the it's only just, shirt you wear. Don't wear no other shirt. A, fa- a picture of all of them hugging you and you just keep it under all your clothes. And right. Like Superman. Any Anytime the police come knocking, you rip off your top shirt and you <laughs> answer the door and that shit. And they go, sir, should you? Hmm. Um, this is interesting. Those white people are hugging this Negro. Uh, you might belong to them. Um, I, I, I think you're their property. All right, sir. Beat yeah. it, bum. I don't. Yeah. Swing us a crack on them. Shoot them anyway. <laughs> Just to be safe. Um, all right. Uh, next voicemail. Yo, what's up, Roddy? Karen, it's your boy, Phil Five, man. I hope y'all can hear me. I'm at work, shit. So, uh, I'm like, uh, driving a truck. So uh, I hope y'all can hear me. But anyway, man, I, I had to call in and let y'all know, man, I really enjoy, you know what I'm saying, y'all show, all y'all's premium content. And I was hearing, you know what I'm saying, uh, what Rob was saying about, like, uh, you know, sometimes doubting whether or not, you know, the content is going to be funny enough and all of that, man. Yo, uh, I'm going to tell you right, Karen, yeah, like, don't ever doubt y'all selves for one second. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we we love you. You know, we at the Black Eyed Nation, man. I'm speaking for all of us. We love the show, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, uh, when I be talking to people in my everyday life, I use you know things that I've heard in y'all show as a point of reference for you know a lot of uh, like when I hear people saying grossly misogynistic and homophobic shit. Uh, I, I, like, use things that I've heard in your show to, like, uh, help my arguments out when I tell people how fucking wrong they are. And, uh, you know, it makes me look like a smarty art nigga, and I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, y'all uh, help me to have the language to be the smarty art nigga that I, that I really am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? But anyway, man, like, I, I was just calling to give y'all love, man, and, like, 
you know, I'm a premium subscriber, and one of the reasons that I didn't do the year membership and do it month to month is so I can get, you know, so y'all can have as much as possible. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because I'm too, you, I'm too like, uh, I'm too scatterbrained to remember to to, to donate and stuff because I'm here at work all the time. You know what I'm saying? But but I want y'all to know that that like, man, we love your show, man. Uh, I love the show. And I appreciate everything that y'all do, man. Y'all keep doing it. Hey, one love. Fell five, peace. Oh, man. Thanks, Fell Five, Thank man. Thank you, sweet. Appreciate the love, man. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't think I'll ever be a hundred percent, um, able to just not, um, uh, to not critique, be my own worst critic. Uh, so I'm always thinking about that stuff, you know? So, uh, you know, anyway, and uh, for the record, Leslie in the chat was saying that uh, she's seen Snoop live. He brings black women out on stage on dog collars and chains. And on the real, I don't find that any less offensive than what he said to Iggy. Literally on all fours with a dog collar and leash. This is not someone whose sexism is going to be scrutinized. To which I said, okay, um, if he did it to Beyonce, everybody would also get that a pass? Right. Come on. He picked the right target. Yeah, he did. Just admit you just don't yeah. care just because don't care. it's Iggy. Right, Iggy. right. And fuck, F that B. Right. As they say. Right. <laughs> F that B, Iggy. And it's okay. It's okay. Right. I don't know. Niggas got to feel right. Anyway, uh, last voicemail. Hey, Rodwin. This is Miss Crystal here. Um, I just wanted to call and set the record straight for the slanderous things that Miss Jabez naively like said about me a couple weeks ago. Like it's, I it took me a couple weeks to respond back because I'm classy. I'm like what she thinks right, I'm very I'm very classy and sophisticated in the mirror as fuck. But anyway, besides that I wanted to like, you know, calm myself down and clear my head before I you know, I, I want to approach the situation. But anyway, all lies. First of all, I'm not a punk, but but you know I'm I am a little bit of a punk. But what happened was when I was a little girl, a haunted house killed my favorite Barbie doll. She was like a Caribbean Barbie doll, with like the blonde streak and everything. She was so cute, and he was the haunted house killed her. So oh. yeah, I'm I'm like gonna be scared to go to like some little haunted house thing. It's like a mind body thing. Like the mind says they're fake people. They're not gonna hurt you, but the body is like you know it's, it's what we call in the in the mental health profession fight or flight. You know the mind can say you know girl you know that's just stealing food from down the street, but the body is like fight or flight. So it's not like I'm gonna be swinging out of pure aggression. It's swinging out of like fear for my life, fight or flight. And I'm not I'm not talking about punches. It'd be like a a, a light little windmill, mm. you know, but. You know what? I think I did tell the top of this. If I had some trustworthy testosterone, like, around me, it might be a little crazy little happy house things that she wants to go to, then I would have felt better. Because I could put, like, my head in, like, like, somebody's neck or chest or something and, like, just tiptoe through the haunted house. Or, you know what? You know what? That was half a lie about me. I told her. I said, we can do the hayride because that way I can sit down and they put my hands over my eyes and just peep through it. But no, she was like, no, I don't need to go to the prison. I don't go to the basement. I don't need to do all of it all in one day. Just, just have my whole, like, 
you know, parasympathetic system just like this shaft. I mean, like, you know, I'm like, but that's too much. But you know what? You know, we want to expose secrets. I'm going to expose the secrets. The truth is, Jay is a bougie blog who doesn't like ugly people. And mm. with that, I'm dropping the mic. Wow. <laughs> Man, I thought the Iggy, <laughs> thought the Iggy Snoop beef was bad. I know. This is going to be for real. I know. Man. And I love her accent, man. It sounds just like Leonard Brothers to me. So it's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that's crazy. Um, I, I do think, uh, if you go to, I mean, you know your limitations. If you can't go into a haunted house without trying to kill somebody, then, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't do haunted houses. Man. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you, I, to me, you sound like a scaredy cat. I am. Can, can, I'm talking about, uh, Miss Crystal. Oh, okay. okay. Stop being taking everything personal. <laughs> I wanted to admit it. Um, but uh, yeah. So there you go. Five. Uh, I mean, we got emails uh, for the podcast, and we're gonna close it out. You can uh, also um, call the show seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. That's seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, Michelle. Um, uh, writes in, um, hi, Rodney Care. I didn't listen live to Sunday's show, but I heard the show today. Attached is an article from the Daily Coast about the shooting of Von Derrick Myers. Not mentioned in the article is the fact that they didn't do a gun residue test on the victim's hands. How convenient. Apparently they are often unreliable. Um, yeah, we talked about that earlier in the, in the week. Um, yeah, they didn't do Like I said, I already don't trust the police anyway in these situations because I've been trained not to now. And it's not my fault for not trusting them. They have earned this track record. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I I personally, I believe you, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there was some shady shit involved in the shooting. Uh, at this point, the onus is on them to prove they're not guilty. How many people are you supposed to kill before? I'm like, yeah, you, y'all you killers, you know. Uh, we got a call. Let me answer this joint. Yo, you on with the Blackout Tips? What up, Rod? It's very white guy, Drew. What is up, Drew? How, How you, you doing, doing, man? I, I I didn't get the timestamp, but I just had to tell you, you guys fucking were killing it on Ball Deep Sports with Mayhem. Holy shit. <laughs> that's, like, that's, a, that's a reason to go premium alone. That is tippy. Material, I just seriously, you were killing it. You and Justin were fucking hilarious. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that, he's talking about on uh, Ballsy Sport yesterday. There was a uh, MMA fighter, Mayhem something, uh, who got uh, barricaded himself in the house after oh. he was served a warrant. But the warrant was because he fucking um was accused of like domestic violence. Didn't show up to court. Violated a restraining order. <gasps> But then he was live tweeting through it. So he live tweeted on Twitter ah! the entire police like affair. And at one point he even went oh. so far as to be like, you know, the police is just out here trying to kill me and stuff. I can finally understand black men. I relate to y'all now. Oh and Lord. I was like, <laughs> no. motherfucker, I ain't commit no crimes. What you talking right. about? I don't got no warrant for my arrest, sir. Show your ass up to the court on time and none of this would have happened. Right. That was the one that absolutely killed it was a series of tweets, but uh, the white privilege that, that uh, is exuded in someone who can barricade themselves and live tweet through it. He put his phone number up on his Twitter account. Yeah. Call me. I'm, I'm barricaded. 
yeah and his personal <laughs> his personal address he's like y'all come down here and watch the police with me it's like oh lord yeah dog. you better move yeah we don't get to do that that's not how that's not how this being black thing works with the cops Mm-mm. well and this is the one that, that you retweeted i pulled up i did nothing wrong this is the state of american justice i feel you black men they fear so they threaten to take our lives <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's like um <laughs> That joke, my well, my daddy's always tell this joke, uh, but it was uh, about Tonto, the Native American sidekick of the Long Ranger, uh, and he'd be like, uh, "We're in this together." And he said, "Tonto, it was like some Native Americans coming to kill him." And Tonto turned around and was like, "Who is we, white man?" And we were laughing. Oh. Like, like that's how that felt to me. Where it was like, "Oh, now it's us, yeah, us, the black men. We all in it together, brother." Okay. It was too much. It was too much. But I'll find the timestamp and send it in for a tippy. Thanks, man. Absolutely brilliant. You guys were hilarious. Appreciate it. Thanks, Drew. Keep up the good work. We will, man. Peace. Peace. Thank you, sweetie. Um, All right. Uh, So five-star review from Taiwan. Marlon Rice saying, hi, Ron and Karen. I'm American living in Taiwan. I submitted a five-star review to iTunes. I wonder if you had received it. I think the title of the review is We Go Together. P.S. I have also asked my students to donate $5 to your show for extra credit. I teach chemistry and physics. Marlon B. Wow. Thank Um, you. First of all, thank you. Uh, And especially to any students that uh, give us $5. That's dope. Um, Yeah. You get extra credit. Yeah. I don't know how ethical that is. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but uh i ain't here to teach ethics you know what i'm saying you teach your physics not ethics right. give us the money you know what i'm saying yeah, we thank you in advance uh i will switch the region over to um to taiwan and see if i can like uh see if we can figure out if if there is a review in here somewhere is there a taiwan flag in there i'm gonna look it up uh yeah there is there's a taiwan flag oh, in okay here. so uh let me see if i can look it up uh um to find it uh while while i do that let me play some music so you guys won't be bored out of your fucking minds um here here's something they had mike and i knew it was my job to get mike back mike was my best friend and i told him that if anything ever happened to him i'll be there for him well, it was time for me to be a man of my word. I had to save Mike. They got Mike. We gotta get him back. Cause I told him I would always have his back. We've been friends back when we was this tall. We was making money before we could even crawl. Now they took him. I don't know what to do. But we got one rule. Don't mess with the crew. It's all for one and one for all. We die for our brothers. That's how we ball. I made some calls and got some names. I heard about some guy named James. James and Mike had beef last week. Cause James ran over Mike's bike with his Jeep. Oh, shit. I found out where James' house was. James had guns and James sold drugs. So I knew that it was gonna be hard work. But I wasn't scared cause James is a dumb jerk. I said, Mike, I'm coming for you, homie. Cause Mike's always got my back when I'm lonely. And I always got his back when we fight. All right, that was the musical style of the Froggy Fresh. Ah! Uh, they on Spotify, but now nah, Marlon, I did not see it, man. I just looked in the Taiwan region, and it was not nothing was in there. Uh, check the flag at the bottom of your iTunes. Make sure it says Taiwan, or maybe it's a different flag. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's to the U.S., but right. it, I didn't see it. Sorry. Right, because I didn't realize. Then somebody else uh 
leave one, but I think their computer was like a U.S. computer or their account. Their was like, account for the for iTunes is still in the United States. Right. So the five star review that they left, even though they were in a different country, uh, it still was the um, United States. ITunes list, you know, in which case that means we probably either read it already or didn't post because I don't, I don't necessarily remember that that one. Um, tweaked audio review, right supremacy strikes again from Terry in Florida. Hi, Rod and Karen. First off, shouts out to all those well-meaning white people who helped that black man after he got sprayed. Yeah, there was a white, a black dude that got sprayed in Seattle, uh, pepper sprayed by a security guard. They was like, we will not stand for this. White people helped that. They'd say, you got the wrong one. Leave him alone. Right. They followed them all the way to the mall. What if we in the mall if the people hadn't stopped them? The people were some abolitionists. I fucks with them. Right. Fuck all with them. Things could easily have been worse if they weren't around. Bless their cheese filled hearts. I also wanted to fuck every one of those white women right in the pussy to help dilute the white race and end racism for good. It's the only way. Oh Lord. Jesus, Terry, did you have to take it there? I've been, <laughs> I've been using my tweaked audio headphones, uh, the one with the wood and inline mic a lot of the, uh, a lot since they came in last week. To everyone who is on the fence, I can confirm the headphones are indeed high quality. Mm-hmm. I am very picky when it comes to headphones. I was unsure for a while about ordering, but I'm glad I did. The sound quality of the headphones and the mic are very good. A big question I had is how good is the bass? It didn't disappoint. It sure didn't. For them to be, especially the, the little small inner ear ones, you look at it, you're like, well, they small. But when I tell you stick them, you stick them in your ears, the bass is outstanding mm-hmm. in them. I was surprised at how deep the bass went, too. Uh, you, I usually use Kanye's Heartless or another bass-heavy song as a litmus test. And it handles the bass very well with no distortion. Right. Is it ground-shaking bass? Of course not. You get what you pay for. However, I'll say that it's on par or better than the other headphones in the $40 price range or higher. Right. I have a pair of Cos Porta Pros that cost $50, and the tweaked headphones sound just as good. I only have one complaint. Yes, I already know, Karen and the rest, you right supremacists will roll your eyes at this complaint <laughs> and brush it off as something somewhat insignificant. I'm used to it. Shaking my head at you people and your right privilege. <laughs> How about the mic is on the right side? Fuck that. I refuse to conform. I put my phone in my left pocket. I also know, also known as the correct pocket, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, that is the pocket that is where your heart is. I'm used to having the mic on the left, so now I'm stuck having right side audio on the left side and vice versa. It reminded me of what Kanye once said about Tweet. Tweaked Audio doesn't care about left-handed people. As a fellow lefty, I now have to call your integrity into question, Ron. You allow right supremacists to bankroll your operation? What (laughs) what self-respecting left-handed man does that? Who raised you? How do you sleep at night? How are you any better than the terrorists? I wonder how Karen feels knowing she's sleeping next to a sellout every night. (laughs) I used to have so much respect for you and your show. Now I'm just shaking my head in disbelief and sadness. My favorite podcast is Cooning for the Right Man. Damn shame. <laughs> Hater Roger wouldn't stand for this fuckery. <laughs> he had a black power fist on. I don't know how he got that icon to come up. Seriously, though, people, the headphones are dope. Everyone needs a pair of good headphones, so you might as well support the show while doing it. The shipping is free and fast, plus you won't find a better pair out there for the money, specifically after the discount piece, Terry, in Florida. Yeah, here's the thing, Terry. What you don't know is uh, mine, uh, my headphones have it on the left side. So I've never had this problem. So I don't know what that means. Maybe you didn't order the left hands 
uh, version. Uh-oh. I don't know, but I, mine came with the left. You know, I would never, I would never rock right-handed. You know, mics. That's stupid. Leonard Brother says, "Yo, what's up? Just dropping a quick line to say hello and thank you once again for all the great content you've been putting out. Also, I want to congratulate you both for going over 800 episodes. That's a big accomplishment. Before we all know it, you'll be at 900, then a thousand." Anyway, keep up the great work. You do a great service to those listening. You stay great and stay motivated. I raise my TBGWT glass to both of you and wish you nothing but the best. Leonard. Uh, oh, yeah. P.S. I almost forgot about this. Damn, I actually do need to finish this book. P.S. Let me know whenever y'all ready to discuss you got me fucked up. That crazy ass book deserves kind of review that only you two, the homie Nick Jew, and I can give it. That is true. Yep. And, it, it is uh, coming up, y'all, but we've been doing so yeah. much shit. Man. I will make sure Karen sits down and reads it. Okay, guys? Yeah, you ain't, you ain't finished either. Hey, Don't hey, blame I can, that on me. I can read it in five minutes, Karen. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take forever. Okay, I need more than five minutes, but still. Have a happy Saturday. Hey, Rod and Karen, I've been listening to uh, for a couple months now. I uh, absolutely love your show and love what you are both doing. I searched best black podcast on Google, and you two came up in the top three. Woo-hoo. I've become such a big fan of you guys and got my brother and sister listening. I'm st- I'm still uh paying off a few student loans, so till so it'll be another month or so before I go premium. But I'm gonna do it ASAP. Anyways, much love to you two for keeping doing for doing your thing. Malcolm or at the Houston Astro on Twitter. Man, thanks, Malcolm. I appreciate you. you, brother. And uh that's dope. And uh appreciate all the new listeners. Thanks for dropping us a line. Uh, uh we will be doing the nerd off at three PM this afternoon. So uh if you got your wanna get your nerd on with us and Chris, uh make sure you show up in the chat. I'll send out the invites mm-hmm. after the show is up. Um that's about it. So thank you. Good feedback show, everybody. Uh, the even even Leslie was good. Okay, even Leslie. So, uh, thank you, everybody. And we'll talk to you guys tomorrow at ten a.m. or three p.m. tonight today if you uh, are premium. Yes. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.